Tonight on episode 14, join us as we discuss Slammiversary and Fight for the Fallen, as we enjoyed some great cigars, great wrestling, and great company, and also how we all felt about the shows. Welcome, everyone. This is Stogie Mania. How's it going, guys? What's up? What's, What's up? good? Tonight at the table, we got... The creator, Sean Lopes. What's up? And Haircut's brother. Brother of Haircut. Oh, brother AKA of Haircut. Bo, I guess. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I botched that already. Sean, what are you smoking there, bud? Uh, I'm smoking a Davidoff. Atta boy. I lied. I can't afford a Davidoff right now. I'm stuck on this Bravos for a while. I was supposed to say I'm smoking a Bravo. <laughs> You're just drinking an ice cap. Anyways. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm smoking a Camacho that was gifted to me from my cousin Jen and Peter Diaz out in Fall River, Mass. Thank you, guys. It's a great cigar. Yeah, the Camacho Corojo, which is fucking an awesome cigar, and I already dropped an F. It's a good uh, thing I'm fine. not chiming in on Slammiversary. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. One down, two to go. <laughs> so as Sean said, he didn't have a chance to watch Slammiversary, but myself and Edson did. So I'm going to plug the, the card real quick. I'm going to run through all the matches. Um, so it started off with... Um, Kira Hogan versus Jordan Grace versus Madison Rain. Jordan Grace won that match. Um, and then the second match would be Trey Miguel versus Willie Mack versus Jake Crist versus TJP, which is cool. I think he's signed to Impact now. I don't know. but I heard way, he did. Either way, Willie Mack wins that one. And then it was LAX versus the Rascals versus our boys, Ethan Page and Josh Alexander the North. Winners the North. Uh, they they are and still and, and still, still tag champions impact tag team champions which is great uh, good for them congrats boys um, the next match was uh, Killer Cross versus uh, uh, Eddie Edwards and the winner of the match was Eddie Edwards RVD versus Moose and Moose wins that one and then it gets a little uh, a little deeper uh, the the Monsters Ball match and I'm not sure if this is the first females Monsters Ball match but it was amazing either way I think it was the first female feel four way yeah. Well, no, they called it the Monsters Ball, though. Yeah, it was four before women participated in the match. Yeah. So Jessica Havoc versus Sue Young versus Rosemary versus Ty Valkyrie, the winner, and still Ty Valkyrie is the champion. Uh, what a great match. We'll get into that in a few minutes. Also, the next match was uh, Johnny Impact versus Rich Swan, and and still Rich Swan comes and retains the X Division Championship. Then to the co-main event was Brian Cage versus Michael Elgin. The winner, Brian Cage. We will talk about that a little later. Maybe a little bit of controversy, maybe not. Who knows? But either way, Brian Cage is the champ still. Good for him. And uh, the main event was uh, actually, I believe, history making. Um, first, I agree I, with that history was that I know main. of uh, intergender match, which um, on a major promotion, on a major promotion, ma- pay per view, yeah, major promotion, yeah. pay per view, and pay per view. Yeah. Sammy Callahan versus Tessa Blanchard. The winner, Sammy Callahan. Um, the entire the entire show was fantastic. Uh, I'm an Impact fan, regardless. Uh, so am I. Slammiversary was in Toronto, Ontario last year. Um, this year was in Dallas. Uh, I hope they do more things in Ontario. They recently had a show here at uh, Don Call Arena just this past Sunday. So um, it's, it's looking up and up for Impact. Uh, great show from beginning to end. Um, some controversial moments. Uh, some really great moments. So let's... Uh, Let's break it down, you and I, Edson, real yeah, quick. Um, what did you think? Highs and lows of that pay per view. Let me like, 
It's very rare when I watch a pay-per-view, and I can't predict the outcomes to matches. And there was a lot of these matches where I could not predict the outcome. I'm like, okay, I am. And that just gets me so much more immersed into the pay-per-view and more invested. Okay, because like, I wanted to know who's going to win this. And like with that... With a lot of those matches, like the Monster Ball match, hell, even Eddie Edwards and uh, uh, Killer Cross, it was a first blood match, and I was wondering how they're going to do that. And I thought that was wicked how Eddie smashes a uh, candlestick. He he said, "I'm sorry," like apologized to it, like he's going to break his friend. Brokes breaks it and just jabs. Not was going to break his friend. He broke his friend. Yeah, he broke his, his friend and friend, just stabbed Kenny. him in the mouth and he just got gushing blood. I thought Kenny, that was Kenny great. 2.0. Sorry. Yeah, Kenny it was Kenny 2.0. 2.0 right? That was a, that was the candlestick that the Sandman, Sandman handed down to so Tom, Edwards. Yeah. Tommy gifted him one at Slammiversary yeah. last year and then a few pay-per-views ago or shows ago, the Sandman gifted him Kenny 2.0. Yeah, and so like a lot like the uh, Michael Elgin and Brian Cage, holy crap, man. I could not tell who's going to finish that. Um and that that blew me away. The uh, Tommy Blanchard and Sammy Callahan. If you want to see Tessa, story, Tessa or, sorry, Tessa Blanchard. I f- that's my first botch of the night. Tessa Blanchard versus Sammy Callahan. If like if you guys want to see storytelling and a main event match, that was it. I think for like that's up there with Cody versus uh, Dustin. I thought in terms of storytelling, right? Um, it was. But, Sorry if you don't mind me cutting you off real quick. That match for me was so great, like the comeback, and then it's like the heel beat up the face, and obviously the heel would be Sammy Callahan, one of the greatest in the business. I think he is the greatest just, heel. You I know, might, just he just edges out MGF for me. The the amount of uh, the amount of um, uh, pile drivers that he gave to Tessa, and 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 she ate it, and she ate them, and like. How about yeah. the powerbomb on the apron, just, on the apron corner, just, and the Death Valley driver on the outside? She insane. took every botch. Every bump. Not botch, and bump. Bump, sorry. You're botching. I'm botching today. I'm so excited. <laughs> Get with the program guy. But Come how about on. when they were like crawling, trying to beat the 10 count, and you see Sammy just grab Tessa, screw you, and just throws her back. It, and then she does the same to him. Yeah. Just, like they were just cr- like, what's very, the f- yeah, they're trying to crawl over each other. It was great. It was great. And then the moment of respect where Sammy gives Tessa back her bat. Like Tessa came out with a baseball bat, a gold one, and obviously Sammy comes up with the black one. And it, it had she I guess she got like little stickers and put Magnum on it. Yeah. yeah so. I saw I saw some some uh, images on on Instagram. Yeah. So yeah. it was like so Sammy has both of them, taps both of them and then hands her hers back and then he walks out of the ring and gives her the ring at the end. And like I I like I said or to you guys earlier is that I think Sammy Callan is the best heel in the business because like that whole match, the whole arena, everyone was cheering for Tessa. And very rare these days, the way wrestling is, you that happens. Like you, more of like our age, people understand wrestling. The adults know what the heel is doing, and we laugh and we cheer the heel on because we know what they're doing. Yeah, you you can you can cheer a heel just solely on enjoying a heel's performance. If they right. if the heel performs a heel job well, yeah. It, in my opinion, it's completely deserving of we're a gonna, round of applause. They, we're we're going to get to it soon, but with AEW fight to follow. When MGF did the cartwheel and 10 to Sean Spears, and we laughed the bird. our asses yeah, off. Then he flipped yeah. the bird because he's but doing his part. But we laughed our asses off because that's so great. Yep. And you know what I mean? So, like, by the Sammy, everyone hates him. They were cheering for Tessa. And so, like, it was... I thought it was that's why he to me in my eyes he's the best heel in the business right now. So, that, so highs and lows. Sorry to get to your point. Yeah, I, I, I think the low. Let me start with the low. Was the triple threat tag team match only because the LEX uh, was it the Hernandez? Not Hernandez. Um, oh my god! Oh my god! Let me stop you right there. No, because, because oh, no, 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 no. Let me just stop you. For the first <laughs> time ever, 
Edson and I are going to agree on the same things because that was the highs for me and the lows for me as well. Yeah, because the low was that. The low was when, when um, uh, is it, I, I, is it I not, not Ortiz? Uh, Eddie. No, not no. Eddie. The other member of the LAX, Ortiz, Ortiz, Ortiz and Santana. And Santana. Santana. Oh. Santana tweaked his knee, but he's oh. already, he's been he's been having that knee injury for a while. Yeah, so, so it was a normal spot. Like he yeah. got pushed off the top rope, he lands on the apron, but then he just goes automatically down to the floor, holding his leg. Yeah, and then Conan calls for the X. And yeah, like, and then over. yeah, even Don Callis. I think Don Callis left the uh, uh, broadcasting st- uh, table to go see what's happening, and so like because of that legit injury, they called an audible, and the match was ended in thirty seconds after that. I mean, you never want to you know see I mean? somebody go out. No, you. Don't. You know what I mean? But like, there was no big botch that ruined that match. It was just an unfortunate injury because it looked like it was going to be a great triple threat match, right? Yeah. It looked like it was going to. There was still at least another couple more minutes left in that match. But they, I guess they called an audible, did the finish, and the North retained. Not, right? Sorry to cut you off. Not to take away from the match. The match still went great. Um, the Rascals and and the, and the North still did what they had to do. Ortiz even still played his part in the match. Yeah. Um, it wasn't unfortunate. Uh, I'm not sure if it was a work or if it isn't. I know that he injured his knee prior, like. Rebellion, I think it happened. To was be it? honest with you, yeah, and uh, I just know the Rascals were helping him, even or he's up, oh, everybody. or Santana up to get to the apron yeah. and carry him. He said, "No, I don't want a stretcher." He didn't want a stretcher. He was, he was so. He, um, but for me, spot of the night, I that Canadian destroyer that Michael Elgin popped on the Brian Cage out of nowhere surprised the hell out of me. I didn't know he could do a Canadian destroyer. He can do everything that guy. Yeah, but like when he did that, I was like, I jumped on my seat because I thought that was the finish. He's going to beat him with a Canadian destroyer, and I was just no. But to me, that was a highlight. That was like a spot of the night for me. That for, was just, that was just for it. me, the spot of the night was um, actually in the four-way scramble. Um, Trey Miguel is is really underrated wrestler. That guy, unreal. That guy. Um, we get to see him at Icons too, finally, and that new championship. That's right. Apparently, allegedly, George Iceman. He's I'm, had I'm enough calling, time I'm, to get that made. Iceman, I'm calling you out, bud. If you ever listen to us, I hope we see that title. Um, but. That that I don't know what he called it, but he went off the second rope and he kind of looks like he trips on the top rope and then he does like a flip in midair, like a corkscrew plancha looking like thing. Yeah, it, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't I, know what to call it. I'm sorry, I don't know what the move is no called. No one knows what to call it. The announcers was, like, look at that. <laughs> That's all he said. Just look at that. Just dude, everybody <laughs> was in the right spot at the right moment for me. That was the spot of the night. Yeah, and like I'll I said, Trey Miguel, a very underrated wrestler. That guy is up and up. He's like 21. Yeah. He's yeah. young, dude. Young, young, young. Not to take away from the Monsters Ball match. That's Super Tombstone on Thumbtacks. I've seen it a hundred times. You know what I mean? I've like, seen it before. But Jessica Havoc's one of my favorites. Yeah. I'm not trying to take away so, from that part either. I really have to watch this match because you're saying it's a fatal four-way with women and then you just drop Thumbtacks. Dude, there was Thumbtacks. There were staples. Gun. There was yeah. tables. I need to watch this. Yeah, I'm surprised you haven't, dude. Like To me, this is my favorite pay-per-view so far this year. Like. Was I, can't, I can't say that. I went to Rebellion. That was a great. That was a great pay. Yeah, and I think and for was, you, it was and I think I think for you, that's where the sentimental value is because you were there live. No, there's, there's, there's always there's uh, always a little bit extra when you're there live. Yeah, you know what I mean. To me, WrestleMania 18 is going to be my favorite WrestleMania because I was there live at WrestleMania, right? Like I attended Why? WrestleMania. Why? For because me. of the Rock and Hogan. Uh, yeah, for sure. Because I was a big Hulk Hogan guy. Of course, I was. was. Just, Mind you, that person. WrestleMania was better than the last three, at least last yeah. ten, <laughs> whatever it was. But like for me, because I was there live, and I was that experience will never be like no matter how good you watch it, right? So, but yeah, no, I thought that Sorry, card. As, as I haul away on my Camacho here, I thought that Salamiversary is so like, that's is a must watch. So for you any said your match fan. of the night, performance of the night. Did you did you mention? No, I didn't. Performance of the night, Tessa Blanchard, man, that girl, unbelievable. She was wow, good, good call. Um, performance of the night. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the Michael Elgin dude. Yeah, and and I'm and Brian Cage. I'm gonna give it to both of them because they 
it, it wasn't the main event. It probably should have been, but wasn't. Um, I don't know. But how those two guys, for their size, as we've said it before, they're. I don't know how WWE skipped over these guys. I don't know how they missed out on these guys, especially after bodies. Like, yeah. you know how they are body with bodies, guys. right? Yeah, you know body, what? That's what body, I that's called it earlier when we did like one of our earlier episodes. And the guys go back where we said we were so stoked for this match because it wasn't going to be a traditional big man match that like you see in WWE. No. These guys were like Brian Cage was flying off the top rope. He did like an Osai whatever tope three sixty, and he never touched the top rope. He just jumped over it. You and know that, what I mean? And like, that dude's pushing like two two seventy something or two eighty. You would never see that in WWE. He, he's a big, strong guy. He's got to do big power moves, and that's it. You know, they're doing super kicks. They're flying over the top rope. They're doing like technical moves. It was great. I thought the finish was great because even like Don Callis says, "Look at that! After everything, a wrestling hold. Uh, it was just it was just a small package roll up." Yeah, at the end, yeah, that's it all just, it was. Yeah, it was. A, yeah, a simple because, finish. Yeah, because the, the strategy was, was that Michael Elgin was working on his leg, I think it was, yeah. and he couldn't lift him up. Brian Cage had a hard time lifting up Michael Elgin, right? So it was just a great way. He flipped over. Michael Elgin did a sunset flip, and uh, uh, Brian Cage just rolled him up from there. And it was a one, two, three. Yeah. I, I believe that for me, that was a performance. Um, your final thoughts on the pay per view, though, Edson? Uh, nine out of 10. 9.5 out of 10. Let, must watch. Must watch. Let me, let me go on this one. Um, if Impact keeps um, putting on product that they've been putting on in these small. I'm not going to say small venues, but these venues that they've been putting on and and, and the shows that the, just the caliber, you know what I mean? They're not interested in, in the big fire, like the this, the crazy entrances, yeah. and, but the wrestling, the stories are being told in, in the, the ring. ring. Yes. Some of them are being told, like there's a little bit of skits in the back and, and, and interviews here and there, but at the end of the day, the, the match in the ring is telling the story and it, and it, and it gets my my attention every time I, I agree with that i never i haven't i've been watching impact since called oh, tna days and and um you know i have nothing bad to say about impact i'm an impact fan like i've watched this year of impact wrestling almost like religiously and from like homecoming to rebellion to slammiversary each pay-per-view for me has gotten better and better and better this year um and conan said in an interview he goes he, he thinks that impact is the best product out there right now he we, they just need the television backing. They just need the production value so people can really get more eyes on them and people can just watch what how, what they're doing because it's by far almost second to none. Absolutely. I agree with you. Um, we're actually, uh, we actually agreed on a lot of stuff on wow. that pay-per-view. It's, it's, uh, it's astonishing. Normally we're arguing about shit. So um, <laughs> I'm okay with that. Uh, we're going to move on. Hey, did you want to support the Stogie Mania podcast? I thought so. You can do that by doing one easy thing. Picking up a shirt. You can find our merch at www.prowrestlingtees.com front slash stogiemania. You can pick up one of our many designs or pick them all up. We're moving on to the next pay-per-view that we enjoyed watching on Saturday night, which was Fight for the Fall, and AEW puts on their second a uh, third major pay per view. That's uh, right. It's third. It's a third show. I, well, I Fighter Fest was more like an indie, like a like well, a house Ken, show. Okay. Fighter Fest was Kenny Omega's thing. Can yeah. I can I but. just say something, guys? The last the last two shows weren't a pay per view. No, they were in absolutely no way, shape, or form were they a pay per view. If if AEW was giving it for free to all American residents on Bleacher Report Live, it's not a pay per view. We paid for it. Being in Canada, people in the UK paid for it. This sucks. It's not. It's not a pay per view. Um, 
No, nor, nor was a, it booked like a pay per view. No, nah, you're right. No, you're right. Okay. But I'm just saying, it, all out is going to shit on these two shows. Oh, it better, it better, because these two shows were. I mean, that's what it, double th- or nothing shit on these two shows. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. These absolutely. two shows were. I feel mediocre. Like, like, above average. Like yeah, I feel like both shows recycled the stage from Double or Nothing. I agree. Like, we don't know yet or if that's it, what they're going to use. Or is that going to be the same stage we see in the TV show, right? With a chandelier hang over a tunnel, right? Yeah. All depending on the on the venues, which I think they're going to plan on doing a lot of different venues. Uh, like so. different, like non-traditional arena venues. You know how WWE, every Monday, it looks like they're in the exact same arena, even though yeah. they're not. Yeah. I have a feeling that AEW is going to really step it up and and give us a variety, and I have a feeling that we're going to be in for some stunning visuals. That's it's going to feel I, I different. Agree. Like a fight for fallen was taken out of South Park. That's what uh, Tony Khan said. He yeah. saw a South Park episode and the way the ring was, and he's like, "Okay, let's do this with the Jacksonville thing." Nice. So I think All Out is going to be something different, mm-hmm. right? And I, I think the show will be something different. Well, let's not uh, jump the gun here. We still got to talk about fight for the fallen. Let's so the it. buy-in comes up. Uh, our boy Sunny Kiss versus Peter Avalon. Shh. Sorry, Peter, you lost. Winner, Sunny Kiss. Ganyal. Uh, Ganyal. <laughs> um, what did you think about that? That was uh, Sunny Kiss's uh, kind of singles debut. Um, uh, we've seen Sunny Kiss hit a lot harder. In oh, my, absolutely. In my opinion. Absolutely. Um, her, 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 his. We're gonna, we can talk about this again. Sunny Kiss doesn't care what, what you call him. Or her, I'm, try- um, I'm trying to be politically correct. Yeah, though. that's that's it's the just, hard bit. Yeah, it's so sucky. <laughs> I mean, because he plays. Dustin that f- Rose was in an interview and the- called her him. Yeah, so I'm going with him. Yeah, because the the, f- the way he's he pr- uh, presents himself fem- f- femininely is just astonishing and perfect. Like you can't you can't uh, teach somebody that, right? So, and I mean, it is what it is. He's he's openly gay and uh, he he dresses the way he wants to dress and. He loves it, so who cares? It makes it honestly it makes the character even better. Yeah. yeah, knowing that it's real, you know that that this this performer is allowed to be himself out there makes it so much better. Like I find that better than Goldust's character as Absolutely. Goldust. You, you know you, what I mean? Because I, it's it's real. I really anything when there's a, when there's a whenever there's an element of reality or realism. It brings out the emotion as more. Like yeah. I remember hating Edge when he cheated on with Lita with Matt because that was real. That, that was shit down. was real. Everybody was hating on Edge, and you know what? I was hating. I didn't Edge. hate him. I was like, and good for you, bud. You know what I mean? Like, cause like that's supposed to be best friend or whatnot, but because it was real. That, yeah. that that affair was real, and so he became the top heel at the time because of the realism, right? Exactly. So maybe this yeah. make Sunny Kiss one man's the, trash is another man's treasure. Give it a break. Well, but Sunny Kiss, that realism can become the the best face of the company because it's legit, right? Yeah. Well, who's who's got to watch the buy-in twice? Have you watched it, Steve? Twice? I've watched it like three times. Uh I don't know if it's just me, but I I rewatched that match. But Peter Avalon's actually a hell of a worker. Oh yeah, yes, dude, yeah. he's really. Good. I'm gonna. Like, he's been around for a while yeah. too. Can I say something? Like to be honest with you, the Sunny Kiss, the her his performance was kind of forgettable. His it, finish was so soft. His finish like was him. soft. I found that I, the hitting was a lot softer than I thought, I've seen him do. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know. Oh, he's got, I saw him at Greek Town. He was way better. That's, that's, right? and, that's what's bothering you know what I mean? me a little bit. It, I feel like I, I kind of feel like they want him to be like that, like the feminine. You know what I mean? Portray that feminine act when he he's a hard hitter. He legit will beat the shit out of you. But who knows? Maybe it was nerves. 
Could have been. Right? Could've it it could have been a lot of factors. That's probably one of the biggest stages it he's ever been, been on. I don't know. I can't I can't say I I, 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 mean, I've I, seen I would him. I would say it's probably the biggest stage he's been on, but unfortunately it happens with some athletes the first time around. This was kind of not his best night. Hey, regardless, think. it was regrettable. Let's hope he comes back around and hell of an him. entrance though. Yes. Oh, yeah. Th- that's the most memorable part though, was yeah. the entrance with the Jacksonville Jaguar cheerleaders. But that's it. After that, don't ask me what he did. Hey, he got except the W. For that, except, except for, for the that leg drop because it was so awful. He got yeah. he got the W though. So at the end yeah. of the day, he's got to win under his belt, and that puts a point or whatever. Exactly, because uh, wins and losses they mean wins something. Wins and losses mean something, right? So, moving on though, um, the the next match in the buy-in was um, also another uh, couple, I think, um, uh, debuts. Bia Priestley and Nakajima. I'm so sorry if I pronounced that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all they kept saying was she's four foot tall or four and a half yeah, foot tall. Four no, foot she eleven. Was very short. Uh, versus Brit, Doctor Britt Baker and Riho. I'm sorry again if Rio. I pronounced that incorrectly, but I'm doing my best. It's very hard. Uh, the winners of that match was Bia Presley and uh, Nakajima. Do you guys book um, uh, the Doctor Britt Baker going for the tag in the wrong corner? Yeah, I saw that. I didn't want to bring it up, but yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, was that a, you think that was a work though? Maybe? I don't know. Because I, I think they tagged before her and Priestley. I don't know. Unless but I really I really don't know. Could that have been nah, come on. She she was at all in, she was in double or nothing. There's no way there's no way she was nervous. I don't believe that. She's a, she's I don't think it was nervous. Time. Maybe uh, yeah, just uh, a good knock on the head. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, rattle rattle some high rattled? things loose. I think it was the heat. Could oh, be the heat too. Been. Dehydration. Could have been. No one's talking about a brain that. fart. Either way, guys, what are your thoughts about that match? I think I can I go first? I, yeah, go for it. I mean, um, I got a bit of the the strong style, Japanese style, because let's face it, Bia Priestley is based out of Japan, um, and the other two are also from Japan. And uh, but Britt Baker, man, she got in there and she did her thing, and um, I think she she held her own very well. I remember, a lot. and I, I I enjoyed the speed, um, and the intensity of the match. So I'm okay with that. If that's what the women's division is gonna start, is has been portraying. I'm not saying hasn't, but if that's what it's gonna be like in the future. Sign me up. I'm in all day. And normally, if you guys know me, I'm not, I'm not knocking the women's divisions, but I don't get very intrigued in in the women's matches because I like to see the the high flying, the high, the hard hitting stuff. You know what I mean? But they're doing it, so I'm okay with that. Um, I remember seeing a lot of little botches in that match. I remember we were watching it, a lot of little miscues and stuff like that. Something it was almost felt like a WWE women's tag match at some points. Not the overall, but at some points it had that feeling. And so for me it was another forgettable match. It was I was kinda glad it was over because it wasn't none of those four I think all those four could put on a better match. And I thought if the circumstances were better. I think they would have put on a better you show. You better not say the main card were forgettable <laughs> matches too, because I'll I'll dumb you with a microphone. No man, thing. I'm just being honest. I think the best women's division goes to Impact. I think Impact Wrestling has the best women's division. The knockout division by far has the best women. It has the hard hitting, the high flying, like you saw at Slammiversary. But they're like, so. hold, can I stop? But they're established. Yeah. So I'm not gonna that, say it's not fair. They are right now the best. Sorry, I just yelled in the mic, guys. You're going to hear that a little later. Um, they are right now the best, but who knows what's going to happen in the future. Oh, absolutely. A WWE isn't even on the radar. Sorry, girls. No, I... Just I, sorry. You no, guys are getting, WWE's you guys are getting buried. Yeah. Every last... Every chance they get, they're burying you guys, what, unfortunately. And oh, yeah. What WWE is going to have... WWE has the capability to have all the best things, but they're not utilizing it. And so that's why the product is suffering. And moving on. Sean, what was, what was your uh, um, thoughts? Not so much... I'm just, I want to give like an overall statement on the buy-in. Uh, I think this buy-in, out of the three so far, was probably the best. 
Wow. Um, That's a statement. The matches, I mean, Peter Avalon really showed up. Uh, Sunny Kiss with a W. The Joshi girls, obviously, everybody everybody who attends the AEW shows, they, they enjoy the Joshi girls. And then you have B. Priestley with her debut, and then the, the good doctor, Britt Baker. Um, it, it's not only the talent that was there. I think they uh, the video packages were perfectly done. It felt... It felt like it was better than a WWE kickoff show, in my opinion. That I would give you for a like. I think I think they they knocked this buy-in can out I, of the park. Can I agree with you there for the one reason where it was wrestling and not a lot of talking? But no, but there was a lot of there was there was the talking fun. and there was the video package. Right. it was well done. I think it was well but produced. It was well, well structured. Yeah. I agree. But what I'm saying is WWE, where we're we're, we're basically comparing the both at this point. Yeah. Um, even Impact, Impact not so much, but more WWE. When they do their their uh, pre shows, it's like a lot of talking, like some insignificant match that's going on. You know what I mean? Like nobody cares. These guys care. It's like debuts happening. You know, they're fighting for a reason, stuff yeah. like that. And I, that's why I think they give you a reason to tune into the buy-in. I don't disagree yeah, with you. For I, sure. I enjoyed all the buy-ins, to be honest with you, so far. Oh, so, so did I. But that one was one of the best. You're, you're not you're not incorrect in, in, in that point. But uh, we're gonna keep rolling here. Um, Main card, as uh, as um, someone on another podcast would say, "Roll Tide." Anyways, I don't know what that means, but <laughs> it sounds right. Main card. Um, I'm not sure if I have these in order or not, but if I don't, I apologize. I did my best. Anyways, um, there was a six-way tag with uh, MJF, Sean Spears. Um, oh, I'm having a brain fart. Guevara. Guevara. Sammy Guevara. Sorry, versus Joy Janela, um, Darby Allen, Darby Allen, and Jimmy Havoc. The winners of that match: MJF, Sean Spears, and Sammy Guevara. With Spears, um, I think we knew that was going to happen. Spears got the win um, Spe- over Darby uh, Allen. Over, over Darby, Darby Allen. That was yeah. probably the only knock I give that match was that the ending, the finish was predictable. Right, it wasn't a bad match, but that we but saw the very, ending coming a mile away. I, I don't mind the ending though because it's setting up. So right now. Obviously, we know we got Sean Spears, and we got the Cody thing going on. But now he also has that angle where Darby Allen doesn't like him already. MJF doesn't like him already because he's Cody's best friend, um, and it sets up another storyline in the ring. No backstage, no microphone, no promos. You could just see it developing in the ring, which is I appreciate a lot. We talked about this on Saturday. Sean brought it up. He's like, dude. I'm just confused. Will. All the stories are being told in the ring. And it's true. In the ring or around the ring? Yeah. On the I'm stage. Conf- that's where they're going to do their Not interviews backstage, though. Yeah. Not backstage is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. You know, yeah. Other than in like a Being the Elite or, or Road 2, whatever show. Yeah. That, yeah. That's where they're doing some stuff there. But well, with no weekly that, TV, where are you going to do it? You have to do it. No, I agree. On a, some sort of platform. And Tony Khan said, he goes, most 90% of the storylines are going to be told in the ring. So you can just watch. Like That's where it belongs, like back in the 80s, right? Yep. I just I'm a little confused where it's gonna go, right? Like, is anything going to mount between Darby Allen and Sean Spears or MJF and Sean Spears? Because, or it's just gonna be MJF uh, Cody versus Sean Spears at all out because they like, they don't have any other shows to air these side angles. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or will these be a prominent angle after he deals with Cody? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just there's a lot of like little gray area here where it's like, okay, you can go off and do something with Darby and do something with MJF, but are you because you don't have this television syndication to do that yep. or is this just a little like 
after effect noise from what the chair shot to Cody and that like it's like a ripple effect type of thing and but the main aspect is still going to be Cody versus Sean Spears well, well you, you know, know that's I mean? you know that's coming regardless they already got a shirt of pro wrestling tees that yeah that, that perfection yeah. shirt uh the which chair I want. man <laughs> which is yeah I love that dude yeah. how he got that perfection with the 10 in it like it's perfect like the way whoever thought of that is a genius. I'm sure Kurt, marketing, hanging, Kurt hanging up and having smiling. Like, marketing, yeah. <laughs> marketing genius. Um, but at the end of the day, like you're saying, yeah, they don't have this indication yet, but I enjoy that you can see them setting stuff up, planting seeds already without this indication, without the weekly TV. You know what I mean? Just the, the, the Instagrams or the social medias where they have to promote their own things. For me, that's that's genius. You know what I mean? Like that's that takes a lot of like I was left scratching my head because like is it going to materialize into something is my question we don't know it looks like there is there is something there but will it materialize is my question right and like if Sean if MJF is best friends with Cody why are you working the tag team angle with this guy why like the booking was, I'm questioning the booking angle like if you want to sell that story between MJF shouldn't MJF been on with Darby Allen? And his side of the team, I think it's you know the hardcores I mean? versus the heels. They, yeah, yeah like, that's, what, I, that's what they were trying to do. With yeah, that. but like, I, that, and another from a story angle perspective, doesn't that make more sense? It does. It does. But it's kind of so, they're kind like, of. I, I see what Sean meant there, and I know what you're trying to say as well. But I get. I'm, I'm going to say like that was to put people get them on the card, basically. Yeah, yeah. That match was oh, not sure to plant seeds, like I keep saying, and to put them all on the card because at the end of the day, they weren't. That's six other matches, basically. I'm just right? saying the or seeds. Whatever it is. The seeds would have been better planted if. Darby and MJF were on the same team, and they were both going to town on Sean Spears. Yeah, but I'm just thinking that, right? MJF like, you know doesn't, I mean? the, MGF he, doesn't belong on either team because everybody absolutely, hates him. He, he hates everybody. And the he thing is, is Darby, Darby's a face. Exactly. Yeah, but that be, that could be the one commonality that Darby and MJF have is that they hate Sean Spears. No, because so eventually Darby Allen the whole go story. Up the story MGF. could be the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So oh, true. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get at. See, I should be working for AEW is what you're saying. I, I, think, I think Sean Spears left that match looking like a superstar. Oh, absolutely. So absolutely. 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 Uh, and honestly, this is probably the biggest he's ever looked in oh, his dude, career. He's jacked. He no, I don't mean good. I don't mean like physically. physically. I mean like stardom. Like in oh, terms yes. of, of star power. But also of storyline and wrestling, this is the biggest he's looked in his career, I think. Yeah, but he's been he, utilized properly. That's yeah. why. But legitimately though, he looks a lot bigger oh, than Oh, he, he looks fantastic. Yeah, he looks yeah. great. Yeah. I like the tattoos, the whole Mohawk gig. I wish I could have my Mohawk back, man. I miss my Mohawk. Uh, that's another that ship is you should sailed, put though. some sugar on your eyebrows there buddy yeah. sweet talk your hairline down you're, you're one to talk there kiddo <laughs> anyways and you're younger than me guy let's not talk there anyway that's why I'm wearing the Ocho and Ortiz hat shout out to Ocho and Ortiz those guys are awesome they're a uh, podcast there um, moving on uh, Brandy versus Allie and uh, of course Brandy has some kind of uh, she's gonna play I think she's gonna portray that, that the evil CEO or COO or you know she's gonna be that that heel because Cody's not going to be a heel right now. He's a face. So one of them, one of the authorities, you know, the Young Bucks are too damn nice. And, you know, just Kenny Omega is Kenny Omega. So somebody's got to play that part, right? And I guess yeah. Brandy took the bullet. And, and she plays it well. I don't want to see these, this authority role. Like, okay, sure, you guys are EVPs, uh, CBO, whatever. Leave that in the back when when you're out on stage, when you're... When you're on the ring, on the ramp, doing your entrance, you're none of that. You're a wrestler. Yeah, but... It, that's, it, that's what I want to see. I agree, but what I'm saying is, like, she had the power to, like, you know, at the end of the day, she shook the hand and then out comes Awesome Khan yeah. to be in her corner. Yeah. Like, that was a surprise to Ali. If I'm a wrestler and I'm studying one person, now I got to worry about the two people. You know what I mean? So, and nobody in her corner. But at the end of the match, it was kind of cool. 
So we're going to touch base on that right now. And I want to know your thoughts. Kong faces off with Kong. And the Kong I'm talking about is Aja Kong. Faces off with Awesome Kong. Um, I'm not sure if they've ever had a match before. But uh, just to, to see it was uh, pretty exciting. I, I it drew a lot of hype. And I think that was the whole reason why they brought Awesome Kong out. Was to do the Kong versus Kong thing. Um, and also keep Ali looking strong. When even though uh, Brandy goes on top, type of thing. Um, so yeah, I, it, w- it got a big pop. It was it was uh, definitely uh, nice to see, and yeah, it's actually a women's match. I do want to see. I do want to see Awesome Kong versus Aja Kong. Right? Are we going to see a passing of the torch? Or are we going to see? I, I don't think there's a passing I mean? of the torch in that in that sense. I think they're both going to be like a one off. Um, possibly, I don't think. No offense to Awesome Kong or Aja Kong. I don't think they got much left. I agree, um, but I just, I'm just curious where it's going to go from here. Yeah, I agree with you there, too. Sean, what do you think? Uh, this match, for me, was the low point of the pay-per-view. Um, I, I hate to say that because the, the women's yeah. wrestling and, and, and their roster. It's almost bad decent. when you do that. When you, when you shit on a women's match, you're going to get some like, backlash. Yeah, I know. It's too white. It's because it's women. No. Yeah, no. Some, listen, SJW is going to be like knocking yeah, on the door. Yeah, right? Um, honestly... Okay, they told the story. I was hoping that it was somebody else that was gonna come out and help Brandy, because we we known we've known that that was gonna happen since she asked Ali for the match and then she made that phone call on BTE, right? Also, yeah. what you were thinking? You wanna you wanna? Uh, oh, I, I don't. I didn't have anybody in mind, oh, but I okay. just I didn't want to. I didn't want to see somebody who was already on the roster. Oh, okay. Uh, like a new one. entry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it would have been a good way to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. Um, as far as Aja Kong uh, squaring off with uh, Awesome Kong, I mean, the match will be what it is. It's probably going to be a once-in-a-lifetime deal. Absolutely. I think Aja Kong is, is coming for her last ride in North America for sure. Um, I agree with that. So whether whether they're going to have Aja Kong versus Awesome Kong... Uh, with King Kong in the stands, <laughs> Donkey Kong as a ref. I'm pretty sure we're all going to Diddy Kong race it all the way to, to watch that match. Yeah. Um, Yo, I, I'm dropping banana peels, <laughs> is all I'm saying, guys. No, uh, honestly, I, it might be a match that... I hope it's like a hardcore it, it's match. Not gonna, like it's like not going to have a good, a good rating, but it'll be one of those matches that everybody wants to see. I get it. Kind of like, on name value. Kind of yeah. like star kinda, power. I, I, don't know if, I don't know if I'm... I'm I'm poking a bear here, but kind of like Hogan, Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the, the kind irresistible of. I mean, force I, meets the immovable object. The immovable At object. this point, yeah. Undertaker and Sting. Oh yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah yeah, 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 and that's coming from the horse's mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, right? I agree. Is that what you are now, horse? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. So with Randy, a buck knee. For, as uh, as we, uh, we didn't mention, sorry about that. I I went. Uh, I jumped the horse there a little bit. No pun intended. You didn't um, jump me. But Brandy, Brandy won that match, obviously. But we're going to move on. Um, Ontario's own, the Dark Order, makes their debut in AEW um, versus Inelico and Jack Evans versus Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. You got that right. Wow. And the winners were the Dark Order. With little Marco stunt. With little Marco, Marco stunt. stunt. That kid is so cute. <laughs> you want to, like, squeeze his cheeks, you know? Did you uh, see his thing on the BTE with MJF? Oh, oh let's my find God. your mom. Let's find, oh, you are your Mark stunt. Oh, I know oh, where your mom yeah. is in my hotel room. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a dirtbag. <laughs> and everybody's in the hallway looking back and going, what a dick. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, I, I, I believe 
again, it's one of those matches where they just tried to put everybody into it so, so, so they get their time. Um, not to take away from it. I mean, there was implications. Uh, yeah. First round bye in the tag tournament. So the Dark Order got a first round bye. Oh, yeah. is, is that right? Yeah. yeah. See, I missed that. I yeah. missed that. No, that's, that was that was a huge match. Oh, and that's to good. me, my it was my favorite match of the night. Like I thought they crushed it, all three guys. So you've already seconds. said you're low. I haven't even asked yet. You're I saying mean, your match of the and, night. And, okay, like it's okay. It's there, okay. There's a low. There's there's a lower. Oh, you have a lower. That was my low lowest point. match, but there's, I have a low point. Yeah, I have one yeah. too. I, I I think we're all. I have I have a couple. I think we're all going to agree on that high spot. We haven't got the SEMA. Hang on, hang on. We're not even relax. Slow roll, slow roll. We're enjoying a cigar and shooting a breeze. <laughs> and we haven't dropped many F-bombs yet, so we're doing pretty good. Oh, Sean dropped one right at the start. Did you? Yeah. Oh, you can edit it out. That's what you do. Anyways, um, I think everybody played very well in that match. Um, everybody did their part. I really, I've never seen the Dark Order. I'm, I'm, I shit you not. I've seen them separately. Ne- neither really? I. I've never yeah. seen the Dark Order together. I thought they were a tag team from the whole time. And I've seen them like in on one-on-one. They are, they are, yeah, they were Smash Bros. Yeah. They're Super Smash Bros, right. but I've seen Evil... By himself, by himself. Yeah. Oh, okay, no. See, I haven't, enjoy- I, I haven't been able to experience either one, but I think they did really well. Um, Luchasaurus oh, yeah. is a giant. I've seen him on Lucha Underground. I, they, his whole thing, they cut his head off, and it was great. Um, the way he, they got him partnered up with Jungle Boy, though. Um, I, I enjoy boy and his dinosaur. Oh my yeah. god, awesome. it it's just so fits. Good. It just fits. One of those things you put together, I'm like, yeah, this works. And it's like, it's and how he comes riding on his back and all that crazy, and it's just. I mean, it's for me. It's comical, but they can actually move. Man, Jungle Boy is amazing. Can I go out on a limb and say that I completely wouldn't mind if they're the inaugural tag AEW champions. tag champs? I wouldn't mind a either. Boy and his dinosaur. Wow. And I wouldn't uh, mind at all. You're gonna oversee. Hold on. You know how deep this tag team. You know how deep this tag team division well, is, right? Here's, oh, yeah. here's and it's actually an entertaining tag team division. Well, you're gonna go all the way. That's like I wouldn't mind. I'm no, just saying I wouldn't oh, mind. Okay, you would not mind. saying they're gonna win, but oh, I would have okay. no issue. Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, versus the Young Bucks for the tag team championships. I wouldn't mind. That would be a hell of a match. I have a feeling. I have a feeling though. Dark Order is going to the end of this tournament. You need establish heel, and, and I think it's gonna be with the Bucks. Team. I have a feeling. Because of that clip on, on the BTE at that time. Yeah. You're I, just probably, have, I maybe, have a feeling. Maybe. You think they're going to get that shotgun, eh? I mean, I, I, again, I don't mind. Yeah, I, mean, I don't mind either. It, yeah, it doesn't bother me. Um, I mean... The, the outcome of that, regardless to whom it is, all the tag teams in that in that division, I, I'm a fan of. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. I'm not much of a tag team division kind of guy, thanks to the WWE. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean... They're deep, man. You got the Lucha Bros. You got the Young Bucks. You got Luchasaurus with with Jungle Boy. You got the Dark Order. Um, who else was in that match? I can't, um, you got the best friends. You got the best uh, friends and Helico and, and Jack Evans. And Jack Evans. And let me tell you right SCU. now, SCU, SCU, and, and Lucha Bros. and Jack Evans. Like they haven't even scratched the surface. I'm not kidding you guys. If you oh, haven't no. seen these guys, they haven't. They've they've been in like six weight. Is it, both matches now? It's been like a three way match, right? They've been in. Or did they no, have an actual? Uh, oh no, they had one an actual. One was a four-way, wasn't it? And one was a no, no, no. Way? They had an actual tag match. No, I'm, 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 I'm jumping the gun there a little bit, but I, like I said, they haven't even scratched the surface yet. The things I've seen them do in in Lucha Underground is just insane. And Helico is a super, super good talent. Like I said earlier, with uh, Impact having the best women's division, I think AEW has the best tag team division. Oh, and you they don't even have first. tag team champions, but they have. Like if you look at those three big tag team matches on Fight in the Fallen, all of them were five stars. You heard it here first on the Stogie Mania podcast. You can find us on every major platform. Anyways, moving on. 
Let's move on here. Sorry, I got to get my uh, itinerary here. The next match was um, Adam Page versus Kip Sabian. The winner of that match, Adam Page. Um, I'm going to go first. Sorry, guys. I think he came off really strong, which he should be. Um, Sabian had his parts in his match, which is cool. Really good talent as well. Uh, he did his part, I think. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, they're pushing for Page, I think, to be the first inaugural I didn't say that properly, but you know what I mean, champion. I think he's gonna chase. You think he's gonna chase? I think he's gonna chase. Ah oh, man, I don't. I agree with uh, Sean. I think Jericho will be the first ever AEW champion, and they're gonna get uh, the a hangman to chase a little bit. Um, a gentleman's bet. Gentleman's bet. Sure. Yeah. Go gentleman's bet. Let's do okay, it. I'm gonna take Page. I'll take winner Jericho. Gets, winner gets Jericho. cigars. Okay. Winner buys cigars. Um, I dab so it off. I that thought that match was really, really good. Wait, I so wait, you're going, you're going with Jericho, and you're going with Jericho. Yep. We got to get the rest of the family in on this one. You sure. But uh, I'm um, going. I think Paige is going to take it. I just, like, can I can I explain why I think so? Um, I think he's going to be the one that's getting that push from the elite group. I think that, and that's what I think they're not going to do, or else everybody's just going to say, "Oh, look at them! They put one of their boys over." Well, they're in the, they're kind of in that mess already. Yeah, yeah, like the fight, the fallen card, and the last three cards, all the elite members won. Every, just, like, you know what I mean? Like, like it, they're all still winning. Yeah. Um, the way now, I see it, sorry. You, have you seen the Jericho post interview conference? No. He was in the after the fight of the fall. And he had an interview, and he says, "If I don't win this, what's there left for me?" Like he says, "If I don't win this, it's bust. I'm not around." He goes, "I'm here to do this." Mm -hmm. So the way he has established himself is like, all the respect to Hangman Page, but this is my time. This is my championship. If I, if I don't win this, I'm nothing. So it's like his thank you. It's like it's. Everything is like, this is what I need. If I don't get it, if I'm not the first ever AEW champion, I'm nothing. Don't so get, just don't get way, me wrong. I want the see. way that storyline's happening. I'm think I'm going with Jericho. I want to see Jericho win, but I, I think Adam Page is like he won. He won the battle royale. He won his first match with Kip Sabian. You know what I'm saying? He took that. And, and we haven't even got into that part yet. He got attacked at the end of the match by Chris Jericho. I also once again Jericho's doing this attacking thing. I think it's his, his, his gimmick at this point. Like attack, he dresses up. He was what, what is it? What do they call him? I call him a minion, but what do they call him? Creeper. The creepers. The creepers. Yeah. So he dresses up as a creeper, and I watched it back. That wasn't Jericho in the. He wasn't actually a part of the chair of the creepers, uh. but he just wore the same clothes. You know how I. I paid so close attention to the hands. Like his arms were covered, but his hands weren't. So I was looking for the Fozzie tattoo on his hand. He has a Fozzie tattoo on his hand. So I, I paid, like I watched it like a hawk two or three times back. And I was like, okay, hey, that's not Jericho. You can even see like the build of the so guy. That's why they it's did It's not even him. But they made it look like kind of, you know what I mean? So when he came out, like nobody realized it was hey, him. But were we wrong about uh, that guy covering up because of tattoos? Yeah. yeah I, I yeah. said that. Right? I was like, yo, why is that one guy wearing it? I mean, it makes sure. sense. Yeah. But he was the back of the chair though. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I guess that's what they were trying to portray. It wasn't uh. so much to cover, but in our assumption, it kind of was, but it wasn't yeah. Yeah. at the end of the day, right? But uh, like I said, Jericho comes in and uh, busts Paige open with the Codebreaker uh, the hard way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I and actually, I've watched that I over and over again. I think it was the Judas effect. No, it wasn't. No, 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 no. no. I watched it over. It was, he, it was actually he, the Cody. He, he, he ate the knee. He eh? ate the knee Ooh. so bad, he landed on his on, right in that spot. Like that. That's where he broke the fall, basically, and, and his knee just cut him wide open. Uh, there's a few videos on YouTube and whatnot that went over it that – also believed it was the Judas effect, or even some people thought it was a kick. That's uh -huh. what Paige thought it was was a kick. But yeah. Then he went back and watched, and he he I think he came out and said that was the code breaker that did it. But um, 
Either way. Here's another reason why it's going to be Jericho, because of the TNT deal, the TV deal. You want people to watch your program while well, Chris Jericho is your champion. Yeah, to get, draws to get the eyes. mainstream. I mean, you know what? Uh, look you guys, what he did to New I, Japan and North America. I kind of feel like I just exactly. lost my bet because the owner of the damn <laughs> company is a huge Jericho mark. Yeah. He's come out and said it. <laughs> you just he just lost went, your whole bet. So he, if you listen to his interview with Jericho, he comes out and says it um, on the Jericho podcast that he did really well in school and his father promised him if he does really oh, well in yeah, school, yeah. what do you want as a gift? And his father took him to the last two ECW shows, where la- Chris Jericho's last two ECW shows, where he basically, like, he sat like third or fourth row or some. Why did you make this bet? I'm so stupid. I, I'm getting cigars out of this. I'm, I'm happy. So <laughs> hey, okay, you're getting a Bravo. On. He's getting a Davidoff. <laughs> 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 uh, let's move on, though. Uh, like I said once again, um, they're telling the story in the ring, though. Like, no backstage yeah. attack, no backstage brawl. Do you guys think that um, with all... Because, obviously, they're going hard. You can tell that they're going hard with these shows. When they hit television and it gets, like, brought down two or three notches, do you think it's going to live up? Good question. I, you know what I, I mean? I'm expecting that there to be a, a slight decline. Yeah. But here's something to counteract that, is that these guys aren't going to be traveling as much as the WWE guys. So they'll be able to physically recuperate yeah, recuperate and maintain a consistent performance, yep, right? Makes sense. So I, I, wait, I, wait and see. I mean, we're, we're, we're um, into AEW because of the style of AEW. I, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like the, inner, the keep, ring work. And they keep yeah. promoting like this is what they are. This is what they want to be. And Cody makes it very clear. It's a revolution. That's what they keep saying, right? So at the end of the day, I don't think they're going to sell a short in that aspect. You know what I mean? If it's a pay-per-view or not, I think it's going to be 110% all the time. Um, as hard-hitting, possibly not. Not as many like obviously like uh, injuries, hopefully. Uh, knock on wood. There's no wood around me. Sorry. Wait. There was a wooden bench behind me here. Um, I hope there's no injuries because of it, but I think it's going to be like in your face, high flying, um, entertaining wrestling. That's what they're 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 after, and so far so good for me. I'm going to reserve judgment till I see the product. That's the best way. Oh, God bless you. I'm not. Anyways, <laughs> uh, the next match was SU versus the Lucha Bros. Uh, the Lucha Bros comes over and wins that one. Um, but at the end of the match, they um, bust out a, a very nicely painted gold, black, and white. Uh, JR made a very clear ladder. Uh, attack SCU briefly with it. His commentating was horrible. Okay, guy, we'll get to that after. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, okay. That's my low point. You're ruining it. Jeez. Cutting to the chase already. Anyways, um, they set up the ladder in the middle of the ring. They start cutting a little promo in the middle of the ring. Can't understand half of it because they didn't have subtitles. Um Oh, you mean the subtitles that were botched during the buy-in? We'll get to talk about that in a minute, too. <laughs> um, but they, they challenge the Young Bucks. I guess this is going to be their rubber match. Um, it's a ladder match for the AAA tag team titles. Uh, no, they didn't say AAA. They no, just said a ladder match. After the but what are they going to hang up there? No, but like after the post-conference. A sausage? I mean... It's got to have the belts. Well, yeah, the, the belts post, have to be the up post there. conference. It was a YouTube video about it, it and they said it's going to be for the AAA tag. The challenge hasn't been accepted, but it's for the AAA tag team titles and a ladder match. Not all out. Or can they hang a contract and offer another buy in the tournament? Oh, maybe. See something like that. Hopefully, hey. something like that. But it's going to be obviously something hanging from the ladder. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't. It didn't say what was it. What's that ROH match that they have? The ladder. 
there's a, that crazy match that they do with their ladders. It's kind of like their version of TLC, but they, it's called something ladder. Oh, stairway to heaven is no, it? No, no, slow down. So it's what they did with the Hardys at Supercard. Yeah, oh. they just did it recently at when we watched it when I they were don't at, no, at Madison know what Square Garden. The Briscoes were in it. Oh yeah, that's right. I don't. Know what I don't know what they call it. Though. Anyways, I think that's where they're going to go along those lines and call it that kind of a ladder match. And obviously, there's going to be something at the top of hanging, like you said, possibly a contract. You're saying the AAA titles, someone's boot. I don't know. Either way. A uh, mask, maybe a haircut, because dude, I think those young bucks could use a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that would oh, be crazy. Man. Yo, there's a match right there, hair versus masks. Oh man, could oh, you imagine? Shit. Oh my Jeez. god, man, I'm just um, thinking of things over here. Either way, another entertaining match, I believe. Um, yeah, it was a great match. First great time match. ever, SCU versus the Luju Brothers. There was that one spot that I think Kaz was gassed outside. And they were going to build up for a spot, and then I think he didn't someone mistimed it. We thought it was see, injured. You see Penta, or not Penta, you see Phoenix, Phoenix. go like WTF, mate, and uh, kind of just brushes it off and then gives somebody a cutter real quick. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. We thought maybe uh, Kaz was injured, but. I mean, no. thank God he's not. Nope. I think, no. honest to God, though, it was. I think it was just a hiccup. Heat, I guess. No, like, the, heat, the heat, man. The yeah. heat must have been another brain fart. It was just hot. a brain fart, I think. I don't think any of those guys have wrestled in, in outside. degree weather, humidity, that's no. what they were saying. Yeah. You know what? In Dominican, I had 100, uh, 100% humidity, and it's yeah. not a joke. No, no. That's what they were saying. It was 100% humidity, whatever, whatever the temperature was. So it was disgustingly hot. That shit's not a joke. No way. No. And I think that was the factor was for some of the majority of those matches, like even in the main of not the main, was it the main event? Yeah. You could see, dude, Dustin was gassed. Like, and normally he goes and you could just see him like sitting in the corner. I've, I just jumped the gun to the next match, but regardless, well, he's just he sitting, the main event, the next he's match just was. sitting there in, 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 oh yeah, I, I just Kenny jumped Omega, to the uh, Kenny Omega. Yeah. Um, he's just sitting there and you could see he's gassed. It must've been the heat though, man. Come on. Yeah. Like. No, the, yeah, there were everyone working not, in those in the post the post interviews. Everyone says the same thing. It was hot as balls out there. Didn't somebody say they want to go back there in December? In Cody, December? Cody, Cody, yeah, yeah. Cody back said here it, yeah, in December. <laughs> no, he said he that's exactly. He said all the boys agreed in the back that if we do another show here, it's going to be in in the late fall or the early winter. He said December, December, think, yeah. yeah. So. But to be completely honest, I hope they go back there. Yeah, I, I like that venue. The, it was really the nice. The visuals were great. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was great. It was just a little different. It yeah. looked different. And then when AEW started, I tell you guys about AEW needs to establish an identity. That's part of the identity. Remember WCW mm-hmm. used to have those matches in the malls on a rotating platform did, did or something like that? they have Nitro Spring Break? Yeah, they did. And there was be in like in some kind of a plaza Panama or City. something. A Panama City, yeah. Just have it at Panama City. Yeah, so... We got a uh, special guest just hit the, uh, the Stogievania Studios. Stage. Can I turn around and see who it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. go for it. <laughs> Oh, bang bang Pete's in the building. What's Yo, up? get o- get over here on the mic and say hi. This is how untraditional podcasting we are. Yeah. And this is, this, is our, this is our identity. Say what? hi to the Stogie Mania fam. What's up, Stogie Mania family? Yo, bang oh, wait, bang wait, Pete. Hold on, hold on. Turn, look, he's wearing a new he's wearing a new shirt. Reflection Reflections of, prefer- of perfection. Is that oh. is that your own is that your own squad? Your buddies, your buddies, right? Squad, eh? no. Shit, son. Matt Matt went out for lunch with his buddies today. Uh, I believe uh, you mentioned Kazar uh Kazarni? Yeah. And uh, Jason Sensation, and uh, a few other people. So someone's birthday. Um, we'll talk about that some other time. But um, moving along, the next match was uh, for me one of the one of the uh, high points of the card. Omega versus Sima. Um, Omega always shows up, always does his job uh, for me. Uh, his first singles win in AEW, 
But uh, I don't want to take away from Seema, man. That dude is going to be a huge, huge asset for AEW. How old is Seema? 50? 49, 50? Something in those buddies. I think he's the same age as uh, Christopher Daniels. By the way, Christopher Daniels... Amazing, 49. 49, and he did that moonsault at Fight of the Fall, and he was telling everyone, I'm 49 still going. That's He did, like, this, he did the 4-9 four four nine nine like thing. Did, yeah, like, it, it like, was threw it up a good crowd at 49, I, I can do this. And I think it's he's like, trying to, like, Jericho's always saying, I'm 48 years old and I'm still killing it, right? So I think maybe one day they're going to have I a match. I think all three of them. Never, they've never had a match, right? I'd like that. Could, but, you, could um, you see a stable between the four of them? Dustin, Seema, Co- uh uh, old, Christopher call, Daniels call and Jericho, all the older guys, call all the guys school. like yeah, old school, whatever, fifty plus, whatever you want to call it, but just all these goals, they can still go. That's an we're really we're really segueing away from here though. <laughs> Sorry, let's talk about this match. <laughs> real fantasy quick. booking, yeah, yeah, fantasy booking. Make a stable. Let's go. Um, so Omega's next match is against Moxley at All Out, obviously. Uh, what's up for Sema? I'm not too sure at this point. Uh, I would have liked to have seen Sema win and can he lose and just keep this, uh, like, give him a going. He hasn't won a single match yet in AEW till John Moxley type of thing. You know what I mean? They, they, could, they could have easily have spun it to an angle and mm-hmm. they, they just kept going. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would like to see him, but you know what? She, they, he did a good job. Uh, Shima looked strong even though he lost. Oh, yeah. He went a half hour plus, I think it was, with that match. What about that... Uh when when he laid uh, Omega on that little table and, and he took the jump off that the meteora the, thing, oh, was, dude, I thought he killed him. Yeah. Yeah. That what about, table had no yeah. no give. Speaking of meteoras, how many damn meteoras did that guy throw? His knees must have been sore as hell jeez, after that match. Jeez, I agree, like unreal. Dude. I think he did like six. And I I mean I'm not knocking the move. No. <laughs> I was I was over it after that that I think that's where they had the ring bell and whatnot. Yep. <laughs> laughing at Sean. <laughs> I didn't drop the ashes. I just dropped a hot ash on my leg. <laughs> <laughs> I thought when you shoot. Um, but, uh, yeah, fantastic match from beginning to end. Um, like I said, it seems going to be a huge asset yeah. for, for AEW. Um, I agree. If he keeps performing like that at the age he's at, man. Like, like the, the triple threat tag he's match got and some, Shima match with my match. He's, he's going to be a hell of a hand. I think he'll stick around to um, to assist uh, Christopher Daniels in training and whatnot with 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 Jerry Lynn and all that. Um, He's the guy that's doing OWE, right? OWE. Yeah, so I'm, I'm so excited. Watching him is, like, makes me excited to watch OWE. Because like, if he's that good, what is he teaching everybody else? You know what I mean? Right. Not to take away from Kenny Omega, though. Kenny Omega did do his part. Kenny Omega is obviously one of the best in the world, if not the best. Yep. Um, I liked how they, yeah, it's the uh, one-winged angel that's winning his matches. Like, I, 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 I the, said that. I said that. Yeah. They're, they're making his finish strong. There's yep. no false finish out of it. They're keeping it strong, which is great. You hit that one-winged angel, and it's over. Um, that match had had so much going on all the time yep. that, that our attention span for the whole thing was like, we were glued. And it got to the point where, where Shima did that roll-up. And... Uh, it was like that near three. And then I remember you, me and Edson saying, I wouldn't have minded if that actually finished the match at that point. Right, yeah, right, right. Yeah. I remember that, yeah. I, I actually, thought, I actually yeah. thought it was a three. I thought it was a three. I was like, that's it. And that would be a perfect way to beat Kenny. A basic wrestling move, a roll up, boom, one, two, three. Yeah, regardless, both of them look like super strong. Super strong. Yeah. I agree. Uh, and then moving along, Jericho obviously got his open mic. Uh, cuts an amazing promo. Um, 
Jerksonville or Jerkoffville. <laughs> so just just hilarious. So uh, Jericho, Jericho being Jericho, like he's he's a goat. Obviously, something as we know. I wanted to say about that. He Jericho said in a post conference. He goes, "That was my first. That was my first promo I've ever done in 21 years. No script. Where it wasn't scripted, or I had to report to somebody, tell them what I was going to say. This was I shot everything out of the hip, shot from the hip. You're kidding. He said after yeah. after the first promo in 21 years. The last time I he did a promo like I that was in WCW that. days. That's amazing." That's amazing. Just to see that, like, just to hear that. That dip. he goes, the blow was still in my hands. I used it. He goes, he goes, it was authentic. He goes, that's I shot from the hip. And I told Dean Malenko, he's that's what he said to him. That was the first promo I shot in 21 years where I didn't have to report to anybody or read a script. That's fantastic. And the way he just that the, they're building, like I said again, although he's cutting a promo, it's in the ring, and then Page gets his revenge, comes in, jumps him, kind of, you know, they throw down a little bit, and then out comes the the the, the um. The, back the locker, locker room. room, the yeah. back locker room. All the boys come out, and try to break them up, and they, you know, they sprawl and hit each other a few more times. And just the way you, you can tell, it's going to be like, I hate to say, well, not hate to say, a slobber knocker. Um, <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be hard hitting. And I mean, Paige is one of those wrestlers where he hits hard, and he comes, he comes, and he brings the fight. And I don't think Jericho is going to let down the 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 character that he's portraying at this point is. I feel like he's like a goon from like like the NHL, you know, <laughs> like his dad. Basically, I think he's like trying to be his dad as a wrestler. You know, it's funny. It's the goon character was supposed to be for Jericho. Was no it? way! Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. See, uh, man, I don't know if I'm uh, touching people's nerves with that, but <laughs> that's how I feel, and I'm excited to see it. So, oh, your dad was in the NHL. We'll make you a hockey player. <laughs> that's good shit. <laughs> Well, goddamn! Oh, thank, thank God that never materialized with Jericho. <laughs> then we're moving on to uh, the main event. The main event, obviously. Sorry, guys, I'm a little slow here. Checking out the itinerary: Young Bucks versus the Brotherhood. The winners were the Young Bucks, but I really enjoyed what I thought was old school meets new school. Um, you can see, obviously, the Young Bucks style: the high flying, the um, coordinated spots you know the, the the tag team that they've been for years together and you can see how cody and dustin yes they're brothers but they haven't been a tag team for as long as the young bucks and they weren't as um, polished exactly um but but you can see the technical side of the of of the, the, the roads, the roads, the they, brotherhood, they, they, the, yeah, brotherhood. the brotherhood. They right. took the arm. They worked on the exactly. arm. Yeah, you can see the storyline so where the young bucks were getting ready to do a tag team move, and Cody was there to to break it up because he knew what was coming. Yeah, exactly. Because he knew every move that the, the young bucks yeah. could do. Yeah. So they liked how they told that story in the ring. Exactly. Right? I love that. Um, for me, it was um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say match of the night because um, I I know you're gonna say I'm biased, but for me, that was the match of the night. Like I said, once again, going back to we've discussed it already several times on this podcast, the story is being told in the ring. And I love that. It had me with my eyes glued. I mean, I love, I've love i loved Goldust forever. And him being himself finally after so many years, I just enjoy it. Although he's, I wish it was like 15 years ago, you know, when he was a little younger. It can't but be can 15 that? years ago because Cody would have been like 17. <laughs> he wouldn't be wrestling. You know, you know what I meant? You know what I mean, though, in, the, in retrospect, right? Um what I'm trying to say is, dude, he still has it at I 50. Agree. No, I, I swear to God, nobody throws a power slam as clean as, as he does other than Randy Orton. I will put that in, in. I'll write it down. I'll tell people straight to their face. 
Nobody throws that power slam as good as I Dustin agree. Reynolds. It goes back to my fantasy stable of all the guys who are in 50 who can still go, right? You know what I mean? Um, the only thing, the only little knock, I, it's a preference, was that that heel turn that Sean Spears did at, at Fighter Fest should have been done there. I think it would have had more impact. He just comes in, he chair shots everybody, but gives like he just beats the crap out of Cody Moore type of thing. Or he hits Cody first and he hits everyone else afterwards. I just, to protect everybody, because now like, yeah, Cody lost. Cody took the fall. He lost the Young Bucks. He says they're the best world tag team. He went 30 minutes plus. So, yeah, he's, it, you know what I mean? Wins, losses matter. Like, it, I would have liked to have seen that heel turn done then and there, not at the end of a match that went to a time limit draw. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, the heel turn, the, him coming out now in the middle of the match to finish it like that, I thought it would have been epic. Um, I have a low point in this match, or just something that that I would have probably changed, but to touch your bit, I just kind of had an idea. Um, that match with Cody and, and Darby, for example, Sean Spears comes out, he chair shots him. Um, who can work off of this that you wouldn't think can work off of this is Darby. He had a fantastic match against Cody, and all everybody is talking about is that goddamn chair shot. Well, that's what he said already in an interview. That's what he said. Oh, he said that? He said that. Okay. He cut his yeah. own interview. So everybody's the, talking about that chair at shot. At the end of Fighter Fest, that I think it was that Alex guy, I don't know what his name is. The, Marvez. Uh, Alex yeah. Marvez comes in, Darby Allen, oh, thoughts, blah, blah, blah. And then he goes and says, he briefly says, oh, but something about the, the chair shot or whatever. Like, it was just super brief. So how epic would it have been if Darby came in this time and chair shot Cody? But why though? Just to, so because that everyone remembers chair shot, chair shot. his, his own chair, chair shot, shot. Dustin, yeah, then. moment or whatever. Do Justin? You know what I mean? But oh, just Darby, Cody, Sean, chairs match. That's good <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like I know you're saying. My but God, like, <laughs> I think that heel turn should have been saved for Sean Spears. I thought it was great, epic, but the timing of it was wrong. I wouldn't have done it that pay per view at the end of a match where the match was the time of draw. I would have done it. To finish a match, like especially this tag match that was hyped since back in Double or Nothing, mm-hmm. and it, it was a way to protect all four guys. Sean Spears ruins it all, so you can set up later down the road. Because you know what, Cody and Dustin looked great. I wouldn't mind seeing them in a tag team tournament that, uh, for the tag team where titles. I think they're going to do it. I think that's why they put them over at the end, or, or tried to they put them tried over. To. Unfortunately, uh, if you did watch Fight for the Fallen, I got it right. I got it right. Yes. I didn't mess it up. Well, you know what? I don't feel so bad with all the commentators. No, because screwing commentators, up the commentators. We're going to touch on that, yeah, we we that in a second. We will definitely <laughs> in a few seconds. Actually, um, they ran out of time again, unfortunately, and that's just the belly of the that's beast. Another low point for me. Yeah, but the belly of the beast. They're still learning, dude. Like yeah. they're still. Tony Khan. Tony Khan is head. Per, like he's he's in Gorilla. Though he was there for Double or Nothing. I bet you he was at Fighter Fest, and I'm guaranteeing you he's there for for Fight for the Fallen, yeah. and he's still learning. So time consumption they they're not you know they, they haven't got I, I i'm not gonna buy that because this is your third show fourth technically without tony because you did all out or uh, sorry uh so uh all, all in. in sorry i was gonna say sold out oh uh, god <laughs> that was god awful pay-per-view um but so like they know about this time i think they made sure to, and double or nothing for that not that, that not that to repeat so to have it repeat again your third show in to me i can't say i can't give you any excuses anymore because that was a factor at, at All In. You guys learned from a double or nothing and Fighter Fest was a fine. And now you do it again. 
It's like, come on, man. You, you were cut, look like, it looked like the Young Bucks were going to cut a great promo for the bloody, uh, bloody hood, for the Brotherhood. And <laughs> bloody hood, yeah. Bloody, bloody hood. Bloody no, they, were, they weren't bloody. Did they get bloody? I didn't I know. Mean, no, the first they, no, there was no color. Hood. There was that no was, color. That was brutal. But um, so to have it happen a second time, it left a lot of, like, I read the comments. It was, a lot of people were bitter about that. They're like, come on, guys, get your shit together. And I, uh, that's how I felt like it. Come on. Once, okay. Twice, now it's, you know what I mean? Well, because we're, we're already dipping into the, the post uh, event. Um, I, I just want to say one thing about that Bucks and Brotherhood match. I think it got a bit sloppy when uh, when they started doing all those moves in stereo, the double crossroads, the double sharp. As soon as the double sharp sharpshooter hit, I think that's when the match got a little too sloppy for me. Honestly, they don't have to do all these things in stereo, even though it's a tag match and and they're they're the, the world's greatest tag team. As as someone acquainted them as being the world's greatest tag team, it it doesn't have to be stereo all the time. You know what I mean. And another thing too is I think that whole fifteen count. I think that's what they said. Fifteen uh, instead of five, it's a fifteen count. Oh, no, it's a ten. Oh, it's a ten count. Um, I'm pretty sure that uh, those rules got thrown out the window for that match. I um, think I've never seen a referee count to ten during a double tag. At, since they've announced it, yeah. to be honest with you. Hell, I, guys, I was a staunch with the tag rope. Remember me? Yeah, like, guys, there's a tag rope, and you were and you booked it. But no, the but, Brotherhood was using the tag rope. Yeah. The Young Bucks the young never bucks used, never, never touched used. it. Yeah, and this is why I made such a big deal about it because I'm so focused, and I have AW's got my attention. I, and I mentioned this to you because Sean busted my chops the next day and sent me a bunch of pictures at Extreme Rules because there was tag ropes <laughs> and it's been tag but, ropes for years. But yeah. my but my answer to Sean was. This is how much of interest I have in the AEW produ- product, where as opposed to the WWE product, where I've lost all my interest, and I and I noticed that little, like that little significant. Yeah, you're, tag looking, for, you're looking for details. I'm looking right. for details in the match. And to go back to what you were saying, um, I agree and disagree, kind of with you. Um, yes, they don't need to do it, but I think what they're kind of. Who's which brothers were better kind of deal? You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're trying to sell that to us, um, as opposed to, like you said, yeah, there was a bit of a scramble and yeah, they lost time because of it. But um, I think basically they were having a pissing match. As as that's how I'm going to break it down the easiest way. They were having a pissing match. Who could do a bigger flip? Who can put on the 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 more technical move, you know, and like I said, the Brotherhood was the technical side of the wrestling match, and the Young Bucks were the high flying spot. They're their basic, their type of wrestling. It was that type versus that type, and I think it meshed well together. Um, it was unfortunate that the Young Bucks didn't get to cut their crazy promo, and when they, it was great because when they were cutting it, and then Omega's music hits, and if you look at Dustin's face, he's going, "What the? Yeah. Cut it, Matt!" Cut, you know, Matt was saying, music. "Cut the music." Oh, I was like, "Oh, wait, we're running out of time." And then he's like, <laughs> "Oh," and then he's kind of like, "Oh." That's probably we probably ran out of time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and that's that's where the um, I think the unprofessionalism right. comes from. Yeah, um, I they're not quite there yet. Exactly, that's but, what I keep saying. But then like again, that's learning. that's that's been their style where they're open with everything. Yeah, which is fine. Right? It's, it's a good way to make it up. But at the same time, though, like this isn't your first rodeo. I don't care what you guys say for Tony Khan now, but like that's, it's not his first rodeo. He's watched. He's has since 1980 whatever watching pay-per-view so he knows what to do he's done a great job of gorilla it's n- it's not acceptable now it's not to be honest with you the first one at all in okay double or nothing you guys addressed it made it perfect fighter fest you addressed it no problem how do you let it slip again in a four-hour show 
It wasn't four hours. It was a f- it was it was over. It was, it was over four hours. It was four hours. Yeah, it was three and hours. That's one of my low points. Yeah, it was over. It was almost four hours. It went from eight to midnight, or over just the past midnight. Yeah, was it past midnight? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I wasn't it was. Attention. I enjoyed, yeah, I enjoyed them. I don't care. Give them six hours. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't care. Give them eight hours. You, you say no, that now. Yeah, you say that now. You say that but now. Like, if it's gonna it be was as interesting, like if you're gonna put a Cody or like a, a Kenny Omega versus Cena match, like my brother, still too hard, man. So I'm brother of haircut. So my brother watched it and he says, "You can't." Uh, Justin Justin what's going on buddy He Shout can't out. He can't He said it best He goes you can't give Every wrestler 20 to 30 minutes You know what I mean If you are Then you have to cut a match He's like The match is there He goes You want to give everyone Their time I get it But For For storytelling For matches They can't all be 20-30 minutes If you're trying to cram in A 3 hour show 4 hour show Whatever it is And I kind of get that Understanding right Somebody should have Taken maybe 5 minutes less But it, it you know goes I mean? It goes It goes back to Um like Sean said, the feeling of Fighter Fest and Fight for the Fallen, you said it yourself, it wasn't technically to you and even a lot of people possibly a pay-per-view at this point. Double or Nothing was a pay-per-view and a huge success. All Out, I this is this is for me. Like for me, I'm going to I'm going to wait and to see All Out and see if they if they botch it I again, then it's unacceptable for me. Okay, so the presentation was better, I think at uh, fight for the fallen, like the look of the arena, oh, yes, everything. Absolutely. But I thought Fighter Fest was better, better booked. Yep. Yeah, that's because Kenny booked it. Yeah, but I just thought it, the way everything rolled, the, from from bell to bell, from start to finish, that was a tighter, better show. Minus the buy-in. The, I, mean, I, I'm not, I don't count the buy-in. Yeah. I count the pay-per-view the actual, from pay-per-view. Yeah, the actual. I don't event remember the buy-in for Fighter yeah, Fest. Yeah, it's not worth uh, it. But like, what I remember that, those party guys, right? Yeah. Well, they're they're all right. They're, yeah, they're great. The um, private party. Just Jabali, the CEO guy, and and yeah, Nakazawa. but no, yeah, but like, if you went from like from show to show, oh. show after the buy-in, what, what did, wait, wait, sorry, I thought what Fire did Jericho call again? Naka Oilazawa or something like that. Oilazawa. Oilazawa. Oh man, Jericho was on fire. Man, I love it. If and if that's how it's gonna be, I love it. If they're and just and I think that's what's going to be like the f- the creative freedom and they're all going to have their own creative freedom. That's going to be some even if it's just promos that they cut or whatever it is, man. I love it. Uh, it keeps me intrigued. Um, but we're going to keep moving on. We've already touched base on 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 uh, matches of the night, um, performance of the night. I don't think well, we, I don't. We, we I didn't give my ma- match of oh, the night. So let's, let's, oh, sorry, sorry. We're, uh, I well, gave my match of the night. I'm going to start off with highs and lows, though. Okay, so just so it. we can recap real quick, Sean, your highs and lows in that pay per view. Uh, my lows first, um, probably the time, the length. I think uh, a show like this. Remember, this is not a pay per view. It technically, you're, okay, you're saying it's, it's not, not, but it's I think not. they can, they considered it was. You're gonna see, you're gonna see what a pay per view is when all out. Like hits I disagree the with you with that because Cody at Double or Nothing at his post fight, he says we're gonna have four major shows. One was Double or Nothing. Well, he said three. Or no, well, no, he, he Fighter, Fighter he, Fest was never booked. No, no, until the end. To the no, last. but hang on, but not Fighter Fest. But he said he said Double or Nothing. He said Fight for the Fallen will be one, all in or all out, whatever it is, and one more. So they're going to do four show, four Who's saying big that we're shows. not going to get one in September? No, no. He said four yeah, TV. Yeah, well, he said four big will. shows. Like you're talking about, like Fighter Fest wasn't a big show, but Fight of the Fallen technically is a big show. It was just the reason why it was so cheap was because everything went to charity and to raise money for charity. That's why. Mm-hmm. So, which is another thing we should touch base on. Uh, kudos to them; they raised 150 thousand or whatever. And that's, that's what they presented, presented in that one check. Yeah, and one they check. continued to raise. So, raise. so good for them. And uh, John Moxley auctioned off his vest. I'm not even sure what um, 
I don't. I'm not sure what Tony Khan's father's name is, but uh, Shot Shai Shai Khan Shai Khan uh, comes and presents the check, dude. That's huge, man, for him to you yep. know. Um, we know who he is. We know what, what uh, basically what he is in 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 that sense. Um, and he 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 went to the middle of the ring. I guarantee you, he probably shit his pants when they're like cameras are on you, and you know. I mean, he just did that smile with his mustache well, and whatnot. But he didn't get to talk or anything, but. Just to, to be in that in that in that spot in that moment, it, you know, it must. He's been a multi-billionaire, man. I'm sure he's been in more public spots than that. Uh, I think. Probably, but either way, so. the the cause Anyways. was great. But so your that was your low point. Sorry, no. You, yeah, my low point was definitely the time. I'm putting that ahead of the commentary. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, I think it was too long for a show like that. Um, like four hours. Do you need it? I mean, some of the matches ran a little bit too long. I think. Uh, and that contributes to the overall time. But they were prepared for that. Had some matches run a little bit shorter, you would have got that Young Bucks promo yeah. at the end. Um, high sp- Like, my match of the night. Do I have a match of the night? Uh, can I just say tag team wrestling? That's your answer? Yeah. Well, that's so all that's, three, all that's that's three tag, tag team yeah. matches were great. Yeah. All three, that's yeah. your matches of the night, I guess, too. Can we say matches, I guess, for you? Matches? Well, no, because uh, Shima and Omega. My sorry, two, sorry. My, I have two highs, which was a triple threat tag team match with the Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, uh, Dark Order, Halico, and uh, Jake Evans. Um, and also with Shima and Kenny Omega, I thought they, they really stole it, right? Um, Lowe's, I agree with Sean, 100% time and uh, the commentary. Like, I'm used to Impact Wrestling and NXT. Those are my two favorite brands to watch. They keep it three hours and under, and I think that's the perfect amount of time to watch a show. To NXT be honest with you. is the most perfectly booked. Like, takeovers are the most perfectly right? booked pay-per-views yeah, in the wrestling every world. Every time I see a takeover, I always want more. I want more wrestling, and it's done deliberately. Triple H does it deliberately. He goes, I'm going to just give you enough to craving more. So you make you want, you want makes you want to tune in the next time. Right. Right, and I think that's and I, I like what Impact does. Impact does the exact same thing, maybe with one or two more matches in their card because their style is totally different, it's more faster pace, which I love. But still, under three hours, and every time, like I said, I finished watching Slammiversary, I wanted to watch more Impact Wrestling. With with Fire of the Fallen, I was like, I'm glad this is over because I got my fix. Not that like it was too much or God it was too long, but it, it did run a little too long. Sorry for me, like an hour long. But it's like I have my fix of you guys for now. But they could be doing this because we don't have a weekly TV show. I hope so. That could be I it. Hope so. Like that could like we gotta factor a lot of things in. We we like I said we can't. Cody said not every pay per view will be four hours. He said yeah, that. and like and like before I get before we get uh, off this topic, we gotta we gotta wait and see set the course. Like you said, um, Edson, uh, I mean they're still learning. In my opinion, you saying no, I say yes. Um, it's hard at to the say. end of the, at the end of the day, let's say it this way that they nobody in in the positions that they're in with AEW have done this kind of caliber of shows of wrestling of 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 a promotion. I disagree because that's what you brought in Jericho and Dustin Rhodes. Those guys have done it. Yes, they have done it, but that's so. two people out of sixty. Well, like they, they can't have, they can't they have do Dean Malenko in the Dean background who worked yeah, who worked WWE. Like, they got the Arn Anderson back there. They got the personnel. I they honestly, have Billy Gunn back there as well. Doing, uh, you know, and so you do have the guys in place. So that's that's my argument to counteract what you're saying. No, that's I all get, I'm saying. I get, I'm I get saying. your argument, but I think, I think there's enough bodies there to say, hey, this is how they do it up north, or the WWE does it. We can spin up, use it. Use the use the good stuff. Kind of sounds like Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, right? And yeah, but Sean, but Sean said it good as well earlier. Um, 
we did we we in Canada we paid to see it, but this was a free show in 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 the U.S. So, Paul, how, what 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 would you think of maybe you know they weren't giving it given a time frame, and then all of a sudden, okay, you have a time frame, and it's like they have to call a, an audible. Obviously, at the end, they want to present do the presentation on television or whatever, or at the end of the show, they tried to do that. It didn't work out, unfortunately. Sure, okay, I get your grievance and I get your argument, but all I'm saying, I'm not trying to defend them, nope. but I'm saying like what I'm trying to say is like it's still too early to judge that that point it could be I, i'm not saying it's it's not I, a bad I'm low just saying i disagree for it's me my bad low my bad low was the commentary even even good old jr i'm sorry i love him but he was off dude i and i, and I know the reason being if it was just excalibur and jr commentating one color guy one play-by-play it would be smooth sailing who was I'm the honestly, third guy at Fighter Alex Fest? Something wasn't Alex? some guy from CEOO, I think. He was. Uh, he was actually pretty good. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah, mind was. those three. To be honest, but with I'd you, still rather the two. Yeah. So yeah. To be honest with you, like Jr. is out of place with the other two commentators because when they did the buy-in with just the two of them, it sounded better than when Jr. is there. And it's just like yeah, Jr. But, struggles to find the words to what he sees. For no, now. but once, once and again, like that's and that's happened when he was back in WWE days. I remember that's why I stopped listening to Raw because I, I, it hurts me to hear Jr. Because he was so good, and now I just think the action and the wrestling happens way faster than he can see it, perceive it, and call it. And I just that's how I felt then, and that's how I feel now. Oh, well, Jr. has actually got a title. Like he's not. A commentator first. He's a senior advisor first. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So I mean, this this could be an experiment. Possibly. Uh, who's yeah. saying that he's not going to tighten up and and learn things by the third month of TV? Yeah. You know I what would I mean? like to see him take a back role, like so you the have senior advisor. Else, yeah, take play by play, and like he be the other guy that chimes in. Instead of him trying to be the play-by-play guy, I hope that's what happens. Because I think he'd be a better fit for that as of now, because the wrestling is just different. It's evolved. It's a lot more faster, right? And some of the moves, like when uh, who who did the uh, what was that move? The Noshioku driver, and he couldn't call. He didn't know what the move was called, right? We were talking about we had the guy the fireman's carry throws him over, lands him on the knee. I think it was Sima. Yeah, whatever. Did that move? Took Kenny over. No, uh, Sean Spears did that. Was his move right before he did Death Valley driver? That's right. That's right. Right. It was Sean Spears. But uh, yeah, that was my low point. Unfortunately, I mean, like, like you said, they they've done what two shows together now, three shows. Yeah, Alex Marvez uh, was in on the, the booth uh, for Fighter Fest. Right. No. I and I think to be honest, man, that's that's what I think that's the anchor in the in that in that yeah in that team. Unfortunately, but uh, that was my low point of the show. My high point of the show, which isn't about a low point, if all you afford just like nitpicking at the commentating, that tells you how good the show was. Yeah, exactly. So my high point of the show, um, oh man, I, it had it had to be uh, Dustin throwing those power slams on the boys. Really? The hey, yeah, for wow. me because he made it very clear that he was going to power slam them out of their boots, and he hit those two power slams back to back in sync, clean. As ever, for me, in my opinion, this is my this is my high. That's all I'm saying. Um, so was he your was he your performer of the night? No, he was not my performer of the night. Sima would be my performer of the night. Good call, you. I probably sure. agree with Sima. Not to take away from any of the talent on the entire no. show, but I, Sima I came, think, and I think I like, think it's a three way because I agree with you. There's something about being at 49.50. I think it's 49, and 
doing that caliber and quality of match that he did. It's like he didn't miss a beat, man. But I, I get where he's coming from because not a lot of people know what OWE even, even is, you know? AEW's put them, uh, given them this platform to, to show what it is. And I think that's what he was trying to portray in the entire match. It's like, this is what you guys can expect from OWE when we're on the show. This yep. is what's going to happen. And I'm the oldest guy on the roster. Just imagine when you see the 20-year-olds do this shit. Is yep. basically he basically set the bar in my opinion, and that's why for me that was the performer of the night. Uh, how yeah. about you, Sean? Like I said, Seema, Seema already is yeah, my Seema. my performer of the night. Yeah. I, I mean, Avalon Avalon impressed me for for what it was, um, but Seema definitely, right definitely. On. I think right it's on. a three way agreement. It's Shima all the way. Right on. Um, spot of the night. You guys go first. Ooh. I think I said mine already, though. I don't know. I no. think... I well, think I guess you had the double power slams would be your spot, right? The what? Sorry? The, was it the double power slams from Dustin or the no, no, Meteor no. That onto was the my, table? That was my, my, my that, high point. That, oh, I high think point. that was mine. I think I... That, the, I, it just looked brutal. Yeah, that Meteor stiff spot. It just looked yeah, brutal because that table just say. had nothing yeah. to give, right? I agree with you there. I think mine had to be in the triple uh, tag match where... Was it Luchasaurus that did like the back body drop and the guy did like a 360 in midair and then caught into a powerbomb? They're going to have a wicked like, arsenal I of tag team moves. Those two. It's going to be insane. <laughs> what he did with Marco's stunt at the end, <laughs> right? he just like <laughs> snapped his fingers or whatever, yeah. did some crazy shit, picks him up, uh, press slams him and just chucks him. Yeah, yeah but you, get, you, get, you know what spot I'm talking about where the back body drop, the guy did yeah. a full 360 in the air then he still got caught into a powerbomb. I, I don't remember that. You don't remember that spot? I mm-hmm. like. I lost my shit. I'm like, what the hell? I I watched I it again. Next day. It yeah, again. I gotta go back and watch that again. But not to take away from any of the performance. So we've done <laughs> performance of the night. We've done. Let's go match of the night. Tag team wrestling, man. Oh yeah, I mean, that's yeah, what your did. answer was. I'm, I we this, did this. This show definitely showcased. No, I haven't said my match of the night. Yet. This show definitely showcased tag team wrestling yep. in AEW. That was a that was the focus, the focal point of this pay per view or the show was to show tag team wrestling. A- and with, and with they, the rumors, they do have they do have the best tag team. Like Private Party didn't even wrestle. Right. Now, there's another tag team that we saw before and looked amazing. And Best Friends didn't wrestle. They had a good match at Fighter Festivals too. And so like they were still missing two legit tag teams out of the. Eight or or seven we saw, and let's factor in rumors that LAX are coming in. Really, honestly, the only one that they've dropped the ball on is not picking up Josh Alexander and Ethan Page. I mean, yes, LAX coming to uh, the AEW. rumors are heavy. Oh, really? I mean, there's there's interest from Triple H for NXT, but I think they're I don't gonna think make their the style's right gonna fit good, man. I don't I don't see. I it think there. their style will fit good with NXT, but not WWE. Well, there's there's a there's a match coming up. <laughs> In Ottawa for C4, where uh, Cody and MJF, they're called the Betterhood. And uh, really? Yeah, 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 that's hilarious. And they're they're actually up against uh, one of Canada's golden tag teams. TDT, like the right? Yeah, yeah Tabernacle, Tabernacle the team. Um, Tabernacle. Shout out to Tabernacle. If a fall goes well, they're they're presented with a contract after that match. Oh, I think you're right. I think so. And they would add so much to that tag tournament. You know what I well, mean? Well, they're, they're at, I think, nine tag teams. We just counted uh, nine. Seven at Fire of the Fall and plus the two that weren't there. So they're at nine. I'm pretty sure they need one more to make an even ten, like an even number of tag teams, yeah. right? I mean, a few a few buys in the first round. So they're not going to have an even bracket to begin with. No, so you get two buys. That leaves you eight. And then they do your elimination that way. And then the buys come in. I'd like to see them, like, dip into the indie pool like they did with the um, that Battle Royal. Right and and have like maybe some of these 
these teams from the indies and give them a chance on AEW television, even if it's just for a one-off and and taking taking the L. But it'd be a good it's just to showcase their stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I I don't disagree with you there at all. Um, did I say my match of the night? I don't even well, remember. Well, hang on though. We, we also have a Destiny Wrestling happening. We have uh, SCU versus OVE. Slow <laughs> down, guy. We'll get to that point, man. You're always jumping the gun, dude. I'm Didn't just I saying. Send you maybe the no, I said yeah, to the but maybe right? SCU would yeah. you present OVE with a contract. Would you like me? Would you like me? Ooh, I don't think so. Who? Impact. OVE? Impact. No, they're yeah. locked in dude. so no, much. Those on guys that. are locked in yeah. to, to Impact. Those guys are locked in. Um, but for me. I think I said my match of the night was uh, I always like seeing the Lucha Bros. doesn't matter if there's a botch or not. I like I just like how they like the high. I love that Lucha Libre style, man. I've always been a Rey Mysterio fan. When you see those guys come out, their entrance, their mystique, their uh, Zero Muedo spot, their animo, and you know you can't understand half the shit they're saying, but at the end of the day, no offense. Um, just the, They're so talented, dude. You, uh, so I know you didn't see the post-conference with SCU. But they oh said, yeah, I saw it. I saw. They it. said, "Oh, you guys disrespect us. Who's We're that? going to disrespect you that? now." Hold on, but who's that chick in the backstage though? She was hot. Yeah, I don't I know who she I, was. I wasn't getting to that, but either way, but yeah, she was hot. I don't know who that was. I mean, yeah, I thought it was going to be New Alicia faces. too, but yeah, I think I she know. just got the contract was for for double or nothing. Oh, well, she no, okay. But um, yeah, like no, it's uh, hopefully we see more SCU versus the Lucha Bros. Is what I'm getting at. So we've touched base on basically all of the those two shows now. Um but do you guys have any final thoughts for that pay per view, the, f- the fight for the fallen? You know what? Overall, it, it did, uh, it did what it did. Like it got my AEW fix out of the way. Yeah, uh, that's said the same. Thing. I think it was yeah. too, it, it was, was too close to Fighter Fest. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that it was like what two weeks? Yeah, two exactly. Weeks yeah. Two weeks, exactly. I think it was a little too much um, for me in that aspect. And I'm a huge AEW guy, but like back to back was a little. I wasn't as excited. Like, if they would have waited a little longer and, like, get the anticipation. I didn't even remember it was that Saturday. Like, I was supposed to work. Remember? Yeah, oh, yeah. And then when did yeah. I see you that Monday I came by to drop off your stuff from Greektown? Yeah. And you're like, oh, Fight for the Fallen's on Saturday. I was like, no, it's not. And you're like, yeah, it is, dude. And I was like, what the? F-? I didn't yeah. say it. Um, and I was like, oh, I have to scramble now. So, and then I, you know, moved some, pulled some strings and uh, got the afternoon off, obviously. But yeah. uh, my thoughts about the whole thing, like you said, uh, uh, the excitement's still there for me. Um, hit or miss, regardless. I, I'm I'm ready to see what's next, and I I'm excited because, like like we've said before, they still don't have their TV show on TNT. It hasn't started until the fall, as we know. Um, and just the caliber of matches that they're putting on now, um, the stories that they're actually telling in the ring. I, I made that very clear throughout this whole podcast. Is they're telling the stories in the ring, and Tony Khan has made clear that that's how he wants it. Um, I appreciate that, and um. I mean, it keeps me like on the edge of my seat the entire time. So, um, I'm ready for all out, uh, August 31st, correct? Yep. Labor Day weekend. Labor Day weekend. Um, super excited for that. Uh, I got nothing bad to say about AEW. I'm the AEW advocate <laughs> of our group, right? So, so then, then, the let, me, yeah, the let me, yeah, let me then take it from here. Um, it wasn't a bad show, but I'm going to say the same word as I used it for the buy-ins. Um, good show, but I think ultimately it's going to be forgettable. It doesn't hold up to double or nothing. I think for me, Fighter Fest was more memorable because I like the uh, Kenny Omega Young Bucks dressing up a street fighter. Oh like there was something memorable there to be said. For me, I enjoyed it more. So it's nothing bad, but it wasn't a bad show. It's just, it's not for me. It's like after seeing Slammiversary, double or nothing, it's like it was a good show. I'm probably going to forget about it six months from now. 
to and say, oh, what well, what happened? Fight of fight, you know, fight of the fallen again. You know, it's well, you I can, I feel like that's what's gonna. Well, happen. you can go back and listen to our podcast, and you can find out what the hell. Yeah, happened. I'm gonna have to. Duh. <laughs> or just rewatch it again. Um, I want to take this time to um talk about our uh, friends Ocho and Ortiz. They have a podcast on uh, all major platforms. Go check those guys out. Give them some love. Uh, they also have merchandise. Um, a simple search on. I think Instagram. they're on. Uh, they're on Spreadshirt, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he sent me all the information. Give me a second. Um, fuck, fuck. I, I honestly, I don't want two f bombs to go to waste. Oh shit! Because <laughs> I did good on just dropping one. I didn't even say one guy. <laughs> Whoa, that was. Just I like should get like a. I should get <laughs> a fucking you be, award. You should be. One. <laughs> you should be standing on my left because that came out of left field. I was just like, why are you swearing? I was, gonna, I was gonna save it for my for my send off, but. Uh, the savage one year savage one is chickens and tunery again sorry sorry to cut you guys off so um just a quick plug for Ocho and Ortiz there um they're also at tpublic.com just uh backslash mm, or Ocho and Ortiz and uh shop shopspreedshirt.com uh backslash Ocho and Ortiz uh, go show those guys some love uh they do some great stuff if you haven't already um go listen to their podcast they also do like their live shows at Greek Town and call the matches oh I love that man and it's uh, if you haven't been to a Greek Town and if you're thinking about going to a Greek Town um, give their give their podcast a listen just so you get the feel of what you can expect because uh, they they call it right down the middle and it's a great show when when we when we do the Stogie Mania charity show I want those guys to be to provide the soundtrack for our show oh you heard it here yeah. first we're gonna we're gonna reach out so is this where we segue to what's coming up next like yeah, this the is, big yes. the big week of wrestling yes this is this is where we segue that the question would be if you looked at your itinerary my friend but you <laughs> you're have. not. Since I sent it to you, but uh, you guys are like a married couple. Oh, I love Edson, and Edson loves me. I think. I think he's got my name tattooed on his ass or some shit already. Is that true? My lower back is a tramp stamp. Hey, <laughs> high five. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what's next for Stogie Mania? Uh, myself, I believe uh, it's going to be the Thursday night of SummerSlam week. I will be attending Greek Town. Greek Town. Um, Great town for that Thursday night show. Friday, um, Friday night Destiny show. Too. If Icons I'm not mistaken, too. if I'm not mistaken, Banger says he's gonna tag along for that. Banger, are you coming to Greek Town? Yeah. Uh, he's like he's got chips in his mouth. Going, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> this is how like authentic our uh, yeah. studio We're is. We're legit here at uh, Stogie Media Studios. AKA. We we provide an authentic but, like, what atmosphere. A, what a big week! You have Greek Town Thursday, and I think ROH is the same day. Hold on, slow down, dude. There's Greek Town Thursday. There's ROH on Thursday. Smash is o- running. OWE Smash on yeah. Thursday. OWE Wednesday, isn't it? No, it's Thursday. Then Friday is is Smash with uh with WXW, and then Killer Fri- Kelly's going to be in yeah. town. Yeah, and then and Friday Icons too. Friday's Icons. Yep. Icons too. Um, Saturday's NXT, I believe. Yep. Saturday's it's just NXT. a huge, huge a Sunday SummerSlam. Monday. We got a shit ton of wrestling, wrestling coming our way fast. We Shimmer's coming to town too. Oh Matt yeah, Shimmer's Saturday, Saturday morning. Yeah. Shimmer's like, Saturday morning. I don't know about you guys, but like I do believe like we are becoming the mecca of wrestling. Like, Hell yeah! Just all these indie promotions, all these indie wrestling. We definitely just, have uh, like we have we our have a good we year. have our thumbprint in the wrestling. Like I think we are up there on top of the one of the major wrestling towns in around the world. Absolutely, I agree with you 100. Uh, percent I I've preached that several times. Um, we have a better. A wrestling product than the WWE does at this point, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, Sh- I'm, I'll call a spade a spade, guy. And if you want to argue with me, come to Toronto, Ontario. You come, I, I'll, I'll give you a handful of places you can go to watch a wrestling show. And if one of them doesn't make you happy for the price that you pay, opposed to a WWE event, I will buy you dinner. Done deal. I'm just gonna say I'm not impressed on Thursday. 
What if Thursday? You're gonna buy me dinner. Yeah, I'm just gonna lie. <laughs> oh please, Mister! I went for Mick Foley and stayed for Greek Town. <laughs> yeah, right, buds. Slow your roll. Anyways, guys, we're gonna wrap this up. Um, I'm Savage Steve. You can find us on Instagram at Stogie Mania, on Twitter at Stogie Mania, on Facebook Stogie Mania Podcast. Did I miss something? Um, the pro wrestling tees will play the commercial. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 <laughs> if you read your itinerary, I plugged a segment in there as well for that. So I'll make it a little easier for you there, bud. Um, also, but you also didn't lead us into a break, so it's not going to be that easy. Yeah. Uh, you can figure that out, dude. That's I'm burying you your ass you're, right now. You're the creator, Sean Lopes. <laughs> I leave you're you getting t- roasted on this hey, podcast. Hey, man, I'm doing man. my best, guys. With what yeah. I got, man, I'm not a professional, but I'm doing my best. Um, no, that's good. Also, good. also um, we will have a... Um, our adventure to Greektown, the the 2300, should be up um, eventually, sometime, hopefully this week. Sean, I yeah. hope if he has time. I hope. You're well, looking at me like I'm supposed to know this. Regardless, <laughs> um, if you want to see our vlogs, we're on YouTube. A simple search, Stogie Mania. Um, also, we have merch, as Sean just said, at Pro Wrestling Tees. We have three different uh, designs. Uh, if you want to support us, and as we've said in the past, every shirt goes to charity. Every also. shirt, every for shirt, charity show for our charity Stogie Mania show that we do hopefully plan for this fall sometime. But other than that, I'm Savage Steve. Tonight, I was joined by my boy here. Haircut's brother. Well, brother of haircut. I guess brother my, of haircut. That, I guess it's my official name now. Yeah. Brother of haircut. Is it bro- I like haircut's brother better. No, brother, brother of haircut. Because John, it's like Spanish. Sean named me. You know how they have like he Hijo del Rey Horus. he ho So he's... Imano do Cabello. Yeah, Imano do Cablenge. That's how we used to call it. Okay. And of course, we have the one and only the creator, Sean Lopes, with us tonight, guys. Say goodnight. Ciao. Peace. God bless, guys. Thanks for listening. Say goodnight, Matt. As he handfuls some chips to his face. <laughs> hey, did you want to support the Stogie Mania podcast? I thought so. You can do that by doing one easy thing, picking up a shirt. You can find our merch at www.prowrestlingtees.com front slash stogie mania. You can pick up one of our many designs or pick them all up. <laughs>